Hello, and welcome to the Mindsets Manifestation Podcast with me, Christina Medina. I'm a positive action coach and manifestation blogger living in New York City. Join me for your massive dose of encouragement, mind shifts, and totally possible manifestation. Every episode is packed with tools to empower you to dream big and make it happen. We're all unique human beings here with amazing gifts just waiting to be realized. If no one has ever told you that, then you're so in the right place. Today is the day you start appreciating you. What's up, ladies? Welcome. I hope you're having a great Monday or great week so far, depending on when you're listening to this. I've had such a busy week. I, um, I've been working on securing some things for this April when I'm doing a photo shoot with this amazing woman and I'm so excited to work with her. She's coming in from London and we finally secured the spot. It's a beautiful duplex at 157 and it has this amazing sunroom. If you guys don't know what 157 is, it was the, the first luxury glass tower on West 57th Street in New York City. West 57th Street before Extel, that's the developer, before Extel came in and developed 157, this luxury tower, right, with amazing Central Park views. Before Extel came in and developed that building, uh, 57th or West 57th Street was just like mom and pop shops, right? It was just like small, um, you know, like dollar stores and things like that, which if you've been to New York City, you know what a dollar store is, but just like all these little funky stores, right? It wasn't like the billionaire's row, what it's fondly referred to now. And, you know, if you go along West 57th, you'll see like, you know, you've got Gucci, you've got Prada, you've got like that whole shopping area around Madison Avenue. It's just like every top, you know, design house has a place there, you know, and it's like, just amazing shopping and just I don't know it's like if you want to manifest something you go walking around that area and you just like you could totally get in the vibe of like okay I see myself with this I see myself with this like if you're into luxury products that's where you need to be walking around and imagining yourself like shopping at those places yeah so I'm sure some of that stuff is on your Pinterest vision board But anyway, back to 157. So I'm super, super jazzed because we have this space and the views, oh my God, the views of Central Park are ridiculous. It is like so exciting. I I cannot wait. It's really like up-leveling everything and I'm so excited to work with Nargress, the photographer. I just can't wait because like our energy together is already amazing and you know I used to be very shy when I was younger and I also tried modeling when I was younger and I just always felt so uncomfortable in front of the camera. I dealt with serious low self-esteem and body issues growing up and I really didn't think too highly of my parents and you know I would get you know I would get asked by photographers to be photographed and you know do different things and stuff like that and I just I never it's like I couldn't accept that people thought that I was attractive like when I was a teenager when I was younger and I I only chose to listen to and believe the same shit that I heard when I was growing up and I was teased by the mean girls in grade school who used to ask me like what are you you know because I was because 
where I grew up, yeah, I looked different. You know, I was always super tall, but I was also like, my family is Mexican, you know, I'm Hispanic, and my mother's family is just like the typical American mutt, right? She's like, what? We've got French, we've got Sardinian, we've got like some German, we've got some Swiss French, you know? So I came out looking very unique, you know? But not so unique now. And especially living in New York City, we've got so many amazing different types of people, multicultural, you know, but it just so happens that where I grew up and the time I grew up, you know, I was a point of focus for being made fun of. So whatever, thank you for making fun of me because you actually made me stronger. All the stuff that you said to me when I was younger actually made me focus on what was going on on the inside, you know, and it challenged me later in my life to actually see and discover my own beauty, like to take off those glasses, you know, those goggles of body, dis- uh, body, um, what is the word I'm trying to think of, Um, where I saw my body as almost deformed, where I saw my face as almost deformed. It was, it's crazy to think about it now because I'm so far removed from those feelings. But I, I even remember when I was a kid watching the movie Elephant Man, which if you haven't seen, this is a classic movie, but watching the movie Elephant Man and um, feeling like so, his, his, feelings or his struggle resonated so strongly with me because I felt truly like I must be hideous looking the way that other girls treated me and and the things that girls said to me and it was then that combined with you know I love my mother very much and I, I know her journey has not been an easy one but she was very narcissistic and I never got like You know, I see other, now that I'm an adult and I see relationships with, you know, that women have with their daughters and I've had relationships like, in one of my past relationships, I had a really, a really strong relationship with my ex's two daughters and I saw how I wanted to up level their lives and make them feel amazing about themselves. Like they could do anything, right? And this is like the way that we should be with our young ladies. We should empower them. And I unfortunately was not empowered and I was told that I did things wrong and I was actually mentally abused, you know, and emotionally abused often and sometimes it would even get physical. So my initial journey in life, and I don't have a ton of memories of childhood because I've suppressed a lot of them, though I've worked with, I've worked with um, hypnotherapists to dig out that stuff and heal those wounds and it's been extremely 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 healing and helpful and that was part of my worthiness journey right and my my ability to take off those delusional ideas you know that I was some hideous looking person and get rid of them and see myself from a new place like the inner beauty that radiates out And so I was able to move beyond those delusional images, but when you have that stuff coming at you all the time when you're a kid, it's coming at you from home that you're not good enough, and it's coming at you from school, from your peers, from the mean girls, making fun of your physical appearance, you know, and then you've got teachers who are not really supporting you, and when I was in school, I went to school in the Midwest, you know, and a lot of the stuff teachers can't get away with now, Um, at least there's more spotlight on it, but 
when I was going to school, I had teachers that actually would criticize me and put me down and they would do it in front of the classroom, you know? And so it was a very different, a very different system. And regardless of the school system, it was really more about just getting all around, getting this kind of constant negative feedback. I really didn't have anyone on, I felt like I didn't have anyone on my side who was like, I think you're amazing. You're great. You know, and it was when you've got all that coming at you, it's like you're swimming upstream against all this negative feedback from the surrounding world. That negative feedback was what formed my world, formed my belief system. So when you're swimming upstream against something like that, it's really hard to create your own mindset that's more supportive, you know, that's the opposite of that, where you think you're great and you can do anything you want. Um, not to say that it's not possible, you know, and I'm certainly, at the time, I was not aware of mindset. I was not aware of that I controlled my belief system, that I had a choice on who I chose to become or who I chose to be and the belief system that I form around it that came later in life. But regardless, this was all part of the journey. And this is why I worked with women uh, early on in my coaching career to help them overcome these crappy ass belief systems that made them feel like they're not worthy, that they're not lovable, that they're ugly, they're unattractive, they're completely detached from their own physical beauty, their own inner beauty that I'm telling you, inner beauty is is that energy is so powerful inner beauty is like we're all in an, we live in an energetic world and you this is not the first time you've heard that and if you're listening to this podcast you know that already and the powerful effect of your inner beauty that energetic frequency has the ability to transform your physical appearance it has the ability to transform how other people receive your energy and how they see you. It is incredibly powerful. And again, it's self-esteem, it's worthiness, it's your confidence, it's connecting to that inner light, that inner beauty, and just opening yourself up so you share that beauty with others and you're not closing yourself off from it, which is what I did for so many years. And that led to so many screwed up relationships and feelings of, I don't deserve the good things in life because I'm like not a good enough person, right? So this is a long intro, but really this comes into, this is really like stemming, the photography session is stirring up a lot of feelings. And this is the, this is the meat of this podcast. And, and this is all about your perception of yourself and your worthiness because these are the key things like how you see yourself in this world and who you choose to become sets the tone for your level of worthiness like what you believe you deserve in this life and as a result what you will get so going back to this photo shoot I had it's so crazy because I didn't keep any of these modeling photos I got rid of all of them because I really hated that point in my life and this was like earlier when I was in my 20s I got rid of them now I'm like oh I wish I had those but whatever I don't care 
The point is, I was so uncomfortable in front of a camera. I was so uncomfortable in my own skin and I did not know my own beauty. And as a result, I projected that energy of a person with exceptionally low self-esteem, someone without a strong sense of worthiness and deserving. So I didn't know. I mean, I didn't believe that I deserved love, like easy, wonderful, amazing love, big love, right? Big love, friendship from the person I'm in love with. You know, I didn't believe that I deserved those things. I also didn't believe that I deserved, you know, a college education and I didn't believe that I deserved um, an amazing career. You know, these are things that from my perspective growing up, I truly believe that people that were rich, or people on the movie, you know, in the movies or on TV. Those are the people that had like the dream life. Those are the people that had the amazing career. Those are the people that went to school, like to university. And those are the people that end up having like a great life. For me, I had very low expectations of what I deserved in life. And I felt like I, if I could just get like a little job, you know, and just have this little life and have a car that works, you know, I would just be happy. But that never worked for me and I tried, but it just never worked because my inner voice and my soul had this bigger plan for me. It had a bigger plan that would circle back to where I am again today that led me to making this podcast that, le- that is leading me to help women feel better, amazing about their lives and their careers and their businesses and bring in more money in their life and bring in their sense of deserving. Because you, when you start working from a confidence and deserving standpoint, you bring in everything. It's not just self-love that, that, attra- that makes you so attractive to things. It makes you, self-love and true like confidence makes you attractive to many things in life. It makes you attractive to money, It makes you attracted to the right people who are going to connect you with the right opportunities. When you're in that energetic frequency, it's all the same kind of energetic frequency too, if you think about it. Like, this is all a higher vibrational frequency. If you're trying to manifest money, it's in that same vibrational frequency. If you're trying to manifest love, it's in that same vibrational frequency. You know, if you're trying to manifest like a career, like a dream career or dream business, it's all in that same frequency. It's all energy and it's all higher vibrational energy. Now, you can direct it and manipulate that energy to get more specific, which is what you will be doing, right? Like if you're if you're trying to manifest money, you're you're working from that same energetic field, but it's it's then you're directing it to, you know, intending to receive more money, intending to increase your client base or increase you know, your monthly revenue. So it's all your intention, right? Your intention of reaching more clients and customers. That energy is intending. And that through that energy, how you manipulate it is what you do in your mind, right? Like in your mind is where you set that intention. You know, they're always saying in yoga before your practice, like what is your intention for today's practice? 
And it's the same thing because you're manipulating energy when you're when you're moving in yoga, you're changing your energetic frequency, you're clearing energetic blocks, you know, so that's what I'm talking about. And when you're working with mindset stuff and you're you're meditating or you're visualizing doing any of that stuff, you're working from the energetic field where all things exist before they become actual things. It's like the matter, it's not even matter because it's energy. It's like this, the place where this vibrational energy exists and through your mind, through your intention, the intention is what manipulates that energy to project it out and then bring it back in. So I was always setting up the intention of creating a life that was undeserving, undeserving of love, undeserving of a good career, undeserving of like a car that was not just a reliable car, but like a beautiful car, right? You know, I was setting out the intention of a home that wasn't just a place for shelter because I was so used to moving around all the time and I was kicked out of my home when I was 17. It was like more than just um, a shelter. I wanted now I understand, like, I manifested a beautiful home where I see the sunset every night that I'm at home, and I see a beautiful view of the Empire State Building from my living room, from my office, and from my bedroom. So that's what I'm talking about. It's like you realize your sense of worthiness and deserving, that is what up-levels your life, because it's no longer like you're willing to settle for just the basics. It's like, okay, I get it. I deserve the best. And when you set that bar high, then you are intending to reach that goal, right? And so through your intention of finding this beautiful home where you see the sunset every night and you've got a beautiful view of uh, Midtown Manhattan and the Empire State Building, boom, that's what I'm talking about. Like that is, that intention is how, by setting that intention, those are the things that I wanted when we were looking for a new home, when Jerry and I were looking to move in together and find a new place. Through setting that intention, I took that energy on the energetic field, the energetic plane, where all energy exists before it's manipulated or created into something. And manipulated, when I say that, I'm not talking like negatively manipulated. I'm talking just like the transformation of something, like taking something and creating something else from it through your mental intention excuse me, through your mental intention. So I intended to find this place. This is what I had set my mind on, set my intention on, and then I found it. But if you would have met me 20 years ago, I would have never even thought this was possible, let alone living in New York City, because the me 20 years ago was very limited. And then if you go back to me, the me when I was a teenager, forget it, because that me didn't think she deserved shit. Honestly, I really, I, it's like night and day and I love that me because like that me, I take mental trips back to her and I nurture her because that girl was, that girl was programmed so poorly, like for such a negative self image and negative belief system of what I was capable of. That girl was so full of love. But what happened to her growing up is so fucked up 
And I have to go back and give her love all the time because that is what she deserved. And by going back and giving her love, I am changing. You know, this is an exercise that I did with my hypnotherapist, going back to that girl and rescuing her from these situations that she endured and giving her the love and the encouragement and the support that she actually needed from someone at that time. You know, and, and she didn't have that ability developed in herself. So this podcast is very near and dear to me because I don't like to talk about and get into details about what I went through growing up. But let's just say it wasn't great. And I was really good at hiding a lot of it. So a lot of that stuff led to like eating disorders. You know, I would physically hurt myself at times because I would have so much anger inside of me. It's like I did all the things that were not great, you know, <laughs> I, I, my, resp- here's what I'm trying to say, my response to those situations were textbook, like I did all the things that a girl going through those situations growing up would do as she, as a result, right, like my response to those things were so typical, you know, it was like, low self-esteem, um, abuse to myself, looking for abusive relationships, um, lack of belief in myself, and extremely low self-esteem. I mean, that's all I could say, is I had such a screwed up view of myself. And I really, honestly, it's so crazy to say it, but I really felt like I was deformed in some way. And that that was really strong in me. That feeling was really strong in me. And I don't know, it's sad, but the point I'm trying to make is I go back to her and I visit her and we've healed so much and I continue to go back and heal those situations. And as a result, I feel so much better about my physical self now and my sense of deserving. But this photo session is is a challenge for me because it it's amazing and it's scary at the same time. What's amazing about it is, well, first let me talk about what's scary. What's scary about it is, is I know it's going to bring up those old feelings. Like no matter how much healing you do, you know you're going to have these little revisits, right, of those emotions or those thoughts or whatever. They all, it's circular. They always circle back to you, but it's like, how do you handle them and how much impact do they actually have? So I know those feelings are going to circle back and I'm going to be dealing with those feelings of like, I'm scared of how I look in these photos and their imperfections on my face and my body that, you know, I, that I'm not in love with, you know, and it's going to show where in my real time, like in my day to day and everything, I'm, I love myself, you know, it's like I live my day loving myself and appreciating my body and appreciating my vessel and doing things to, you know, working out to keep it healthy, you know, to keep my vessel healthy, eating things that will keep my vessel healthy and just maintaining a mindset and an energy of health and natural beauty and beauty from the inside out. But when we get into that situation, that belief system will be challenged. So how am I going to respond to that? And this is scary and extremely exciting at the same time because 
I see those challenges very differently now. I see them as like, ooh, this is another tool. Like this is another learning experience because I'm going to learn how to revisit those feelings again and be in photos and come back to like a photo, like a legit photo shoot again. It's going to bring me right back to those modeling days and being in front of the camera, you know, and... And I'm going to have to revisit those feelings. So it's actually very, very exciting. And one of the things I want to tell you is like that, does that sound strange? Like, because I'm actually excited when I get into situations that challenge me. You know, I'm in, I encounter them all the time working in sales, like a difficult, you know, buyer or difficult customer will come in and, and they'll be, you know, they just have a different, a difficult energy about them. So I'm challenged and the challenge is like, Ooh, how can I up level or raise this person's vibration during this appointment without depleting my energy? <laughs> so I love the challenge now because the challenge that sharpens my toolbox or sharpens my skill set, puts another tool in the toolbox. So I am very much looking forward to this and uh, we'll see how it goes. I think we're going to get some amazing shots. I think I'm going to get some really valuable stuff from it and I'm going to get a chance to heal old wounds related to my self-esteem and revisit those feelings of deserving and revisit those feelings of, yes, I am a beautiful woman. I'm not only beautiful on the outside, but I'm beautiful on the inside and I'm sharing all this love and light and this energy with other women so that they can feel that feeling and then recognize where it is within them so they can step into it themselves, like step into their light. I love to say that because I am all about, when I was younger, well, let me, let me finish my sentence. I'm all about stepping into your light because when I was younger, I used to, when I started feeling good about myself, like finally started feeling like, oh, I'm an attractive woman, you know, and stopped feeling like I was a piece of crap. <laughs> when I started feeling good about myself, I often found that I would dim my light around other people because I knew what it felt like to feel, to feel um, unworthy, to feel small, to feel unattractive, or to feel like someone was shining brighter than me and to feel that insecurity. I knew what that feeling felt like and I didn't want to make other people feel that way. I never wanted other people to feel that way. But the thing I was doing was I was dimming my light and bringing myself down to their energetic level so that they wouldn't feel like I was a threat or like I was bad. But what I was doing wrong is you should actually be an example Right? You should be an example of a shining light, like a, a woman who has such a beautiful, soft, strong sense of self that she shines bright and she doesn't dim her light for anyone. But again, I want you to make sure you understand that when you're shining bright, you're not putting other people down or um, thinking you're better than somebody else. You know, you're not like elevating your vibe only to like look down on people that might be at a lower vibration or look down on people that haven't figured it out yet, right? I don't even look down on those mean girls, you know? I wanna heal those relationships, you know? And whether it's a real healing that happens between us or just a healing in my mind, which I've gone through the healing in my mind. 
um, because when you're holding on to a grudge, you're only hurting yourself because you're choosing to keep that negative energetic vibration in your energetic field. So you need to get in and heal that because that's not going to serve you. And think looking down on other people or feeling like other people, you know, are just not good enough because they don't get it. Maybe they're arrogant. Maybe they're, um, maybe it's not even just like low self-esteem and you're dimming your light for them. You need to shine bright for those people that have low self-esteem. But what you also need to do is you need to shine bright for people that are bullies and mean girls. You still need to shine bright around them because they need to see an example of someone who is confident in a healthy way, like genuinely confident, not false confidence where you're like boasting and bragging and showing off because that's not real confidence. That's still on the same vibration as insecurity. You need to show them that you do actually really love yourself, but not in an arrogant, conceited way because that's still from the energetic vibration of insecurity. You love yourself from a truly accepting place. And you know what? You still give them love right back. You don't need to resort to their lower vibration because they're, they're going to figure it out. Life has a way of continuously bringing you situations until you finally figure it out. So whether it's this life or the next life, they're going to be, they're going to be um, attracting situations that are always going to make them deal with their insecurity and their need to um, be a mean girl to other women, right? So this is a strong, this is a very important um, subject for me because I feel so strongly about, about women's relationships with other women. And one of the things that I never wanted to be is like when I got into sales and specifically real estate sales in New York was I never wanted to be a mean girl to somebody else. I always wanted to share my wisdom and share my knowledge with other women and up-level up them. And I've given so much advice to so many other girls not all of them take it, but that's okay. You know, that's boundaries for me too. I had to really establish some boundaries because that coach in me, that coach, that Reiki practitioner, you know, like that energy person, I was that person, you know, before entering real estate. So that light worker in me got into real estate to, to sort of heal real estate. I wanted to heal. And I remember thinking that too, like in the very beginning, like, I'm getting into this because I want to heal the perception of people that work in sales. I want to heal the perception of, you know, it's not like I was going to do it all on my own, but through my personal example, I wanted to heal the perception of how people saw real estate salespeople in New York, which they see them as sharks. <laughs> but I wanted to heal that perception. I wanted to be the person that other people would work with or a client would work with and they would say you should work with Christina because she's different you know and I wanted to heal that perception so I often coached people a lot you know I would coach the women and stuff like that and even some of my colleagues like always coaching on whether it's negotiation or how you should feel about this in your life or offering mantras to them and you know all this stuff so I was creating um, a coaching program and um at that time, I had bad boundaries because I always took it upon myself, like, ooh, how can I fix this situation, right? But not everybody wants to be fixed. Some people just want to dwell in their misery, and it's okay because they're going to figure it out on their own time, but what you need to always remember is don't dim your light for those people. 
you can talk about amazing things that have happened in your life, your transformation, right? You can share those stories. You can shine your light bright because that is the example that people are going to see and they will be inspired by you and they will they will then feel the inspiration from your example to start changing the way they think and to start changing their habits in their life and start start wanting to up-level their, their life and feel and heal their sense of worthiness. All right, ladies, that is all for me. I love you so much. Sending you big love and lots of kisses from New York City. Until next week, love yourself, shine bright, be an example. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to share it with someone. Sharing is caring after all, and I want to positively impact the lives of as many people as possible. Also, be sure to find me on Instagram at Mindset Manifestation. And lastly, it would mean so much to me if you could take 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review. Your review helps other people find this podcast. All right, guys, until next time, sending you big love from New York City. 